0: Okay, today's topic is um, Seamus issues. Uh, it's, it's not really possible to cover every topic in Hilfus Seamus uh, over the next 10 minutes, but let's do some of the more maybe interesting ones and maybe the Micell ones. Um, the issue of, of erasing Seamus from Seamus uh, from something that's not actually visible, like a disk, to throw a disc out, let's say that has Torah on it, or uh, an MP3 player that has Torah on it, or that has Shemos. Sometimes uh, you could download on Why You Torah, Rabbi Jeremy Weider, laning the entire Torah, so you could actually have uh, literally all the Pesukim with Shemos Hashem. You know, it's as as as, as much as you get. Um, so is is that, or let's say if you have a, uh, a CD ROM type of thing where it pulls up actual Shemos on it. Um, so it's uh, there's an interesting discussion. Ravad Yosef brings an interesting raya in Yahvidah Simin Nun. He's talking about tapes, old cassette tapes, but the same is true for all these things. He quotes uh, the Gemara Git Gitin Daf It talks about a guy giving a a get to his wife, and then she looks at the get, and there's no writing on it. It's not really a get. It looks like a blank piece of paper. And the Gemara says, no, maybe we should be that he wrote with a certain type of invisible ink that maybe uh, was a get at the time that he gave it to her, and it's just that the ink disappeared, and it can reappear if you treat it with the proper types of uh, you know like a like those kids' games, you know, those books that you, you color it with the right thing and it, it appears. Or you put it under a light or whatever and it, and it appears. So, uh, so that, but what the Gemara is very clear, though, is even if it was written in, in invisible ink, if at the time that the get was given there was nothing visible on the piece of paper, it's for sure not a get. It would have had to have been visible at the time that the guy gave the get to his wife. So Vad Yosef suggests in Yichavdas, maybe the same is true when it comes to a tape, a disc, or anything like that that contains Torah. It's no worse than a paper that has hidden writing, right? Where it's not going to count as writing, and therefore uh, would not would have no uh, limitations in terms of uh, in terms of the shemos. Um, Rav Moshe, Nigros Moshe, Yadayah Alv, Sim Kufayin Gimel, also paskins that way that it's not really an issue. But Rav Moshe says, you know, it's kedai to be machmir. It's good. It's uh, it's always a, a better idea to be machmir. There is an interesting svara. A lot of nowadays, is is a huge problem nowadays because uh, there are people before they go to shul on Shabbos on Friday on Friday night they'll just go into their email or whatever and they have, they subscribe to like fifty different you know. To our Torah emails and they'll just print them all out, and then you got varma yotsam and the on the Bima, and the competing one from South Shore, and the one from TABC, and the you know you just have Torah printed on on paper constantly. and We just have you know just a, a quick hitting a print button, and you, you could be you could have fifty pages of Torah. And if all of that stuff needed to go into sheamus, we'd have serious issues in terms of the expense of getting rid of the sheamus. So Ravasha Asher Weiss wrote a tshuva to try to be makel on these issues. Um, because of the, uh, and he writes, Beferrish in the Chuvah, that he's writing uh, to be Makil specifically because of a perceived concern with the expense or the ability to get rid of the Shemos. And uh, I, I don't remember if Ravashar Weiss quotes this, but the, primarily the, the main Kula that they quote in this connection is, I believe, a Chuvah the Nitziv in Meshav Davar, where the Nitziv assumes that the Kedusha of a of any given Shem Hashem is is totally on the Kavana of the person who made that Shemashem. Hashem. Meaning that you can have Kavana not to infuse that shame with Kedusha. That even if you put something, even if you write an actual Pasuk or an actual Shemashem, Hashem, if you do it the Kavana not to give it Kedusha, so that it won't have Kedusha. And uh, certainly things that we use, that are meant to be used for a few minutes and then to be thrown away, that, that wouldn't, wouldn't have the status of Kedusha. Why did the Nitzif say this? Because the Netziv was dealing with a similar problem, which wasn't nearly as severe as the problem that we have. <laughs> he was dealing with the problem that the printing companies, that printers, before they would print the final version of a Sefer, they would first print what they call the galleys of the Sefer. Right, they would print out what it's supposed to look like, and then make corrections on uh, you know on the original copy. And before they would they would put it through the printing press to print for good, to print the real safe there And they would, what they would do is when they want when they were making the bindings of the svarin, so they didn't want to waste more paper making the bindings. So they would they would they would use the galleys of svarin to make the bindings of other svarin. And they wanted to no, know if that was mutter to do, can they uh, or can they get rid of the galleys? Right, this this was the uh, the shaila. This was the shadow that they uh, that they dealt with. It smells good. This was uh, this was the shadow that they dealt with. So the Nitsiv was makeal and was make based on this Svara, this idea that you have the ability to infuse it with Kedusha or not. And perhaps we could assume, or at least we should try to be machmir, that whoever is printing out the Dvarma and Alev every week, or when we print out things on our computer, that we should at least have das not to be uh, you know, not to infuse it with any sense of like, Kedusha. What's the, what's the problem it's just you're going to have to throw it out or put it in Sheamus afterwards. It's just there's going to be an enormous amount of Sheamus. Because there's so many... Because it's very expensive to get rid of Sheamus. To get rid of Sheamus. To, of Sheamus, to bury Sheamus properly. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah I What you say, like, for good Oh, good. So, first of all, in Varma they barely even have full psilken. Let, uh, let alone Sheamus Shed. Um... So maybe there's more reason, there's there's more room to be make with that. It's just the rei Torah as, to, uh, as opposed to Shem HaShem. But the nitziv is even makol to Shem HaShem. The nitziv applies to school even for Shem HaShem. So as a rule, in general, when people ask me what to do, I tell them um, that I'm not comfortable relying on that nitziv for full psukim or for Shem HaShem, but for other things, maybe, uh, you know, it's, you can rely on that nitziv. Now, people they don't like to see that, like, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't do it in front of other people, you know, like people, it's like one of those things that people look at weirdly if you throw away Marma or something, or, uh, you know, if it doesn't have Shem or Hashem or and when you printed it out, it was meant to be used as a one-time thing and then to be gotten rid of, so I think there's, uh, there's a lot of room to be made here. Just in general, even if it's Torah, does that know Shem's name and what they're throwing? No, no, again, in general, you should not, you should not throw out Torah content. But if uh, if it's not, I, there's room to be makel. Like Ravash Weiss points out, there's room to be makel if the das originally was not to infuse it with a. Is there a condition. difference if, like the manuals, hard- the copy receiver, the manuals? It's not even like the saving services das. I don't think there's definitely a difference. No, because it's the new. It's a new print every time you hit the print button. It's a new. It's a new new copy being made. Is it daka like because it's lashon akodesh? Like, let's say you have you know like English, you know, like an English article. I think Torah everything. content, even in English, there's a question about the name God in English, right? Whether that's that's actually a shem Hashem, which is a related question, but it's not. You know, I think I think divrei Torah uh, lucharu would be would be would be holy in in, in any language. Um, G O D in English. We've always quote from Roshalvechik that uh, there's a minig a lot of people write G slash D. So Rav is always say from a salvation but a salvation. Really didn't like that because he held me man of Shach. He said, if you hold it to Shem, Hashem, why is it a Shem Hashem? Because the word God is a shame Hashem. No, it's because that name represents in people's mind Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So therefore, writing it would be you know throwing it out would be a problem, right? So G slash D also represents in people's minds Hakadosh Baruch Hu. and therefore throwing it, that out should be just as much of a problem. And behold, it's not a Shem Hashem, because it's not really the Shem Hashem, so then it's not a problem. Then uh, G-O-D shouldn't be a problem either. So yeah, it's not a problem. So Rav Shakti says, quote, Rav used to say, when people write G-slash-D, it's not only Amaratzos, it's sheer Amaratzos. For some reason it upset him a lot. I don't, I don't know why it upset him so much. But uh, there is a major discussion about that. Mishabura in Simen Peihei, Sivkat Yud, says that there's no limitations on writing God's name in other languages, in languages other than he Hebrew, you credit it as much as you want, throw it out um, and uh, it seems to be supported by the Shach in Kufayi in Yerdea, Kufayi in Tes, Um uh he, he holds that there's no problem throwing it out he does however say that you shouldn't say it too much he shouldn't say uh, the word God uh, in the bathroom or in areas that are, that are you know, uh, that are most, that are disgusting, that are unclean. He thinks that that would be a problem. To say those, those to say even in English, the shame Hashem in places that are not clean, he holds as a problem. But if it's written down, he thinks that you could throw it out. Others are not so convinced. Rehichai Moser, Ricky Veiger say that if it could be thrown out on a piece of paper, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to say it. Right? The two go hand-in-hand. Hand. You should be able to say it even in a bathroom. There's nothing wrong with it. Rav Sturmbach in the Chubin, Chubisvayin Hagel, Skelkal Simon, Simen, Reish, Lamites says that just like you should not treat the written word God with complete disrespect, you also shouldn't mention the word God in a completely disrespectful context or in a completely disrespectful respectful conversation like uh, when you're speaking Russian Haro or Nivel or something like that. Um... Rabbi Yehuda in the Tumim in Choshem but Simul is more Machmir with the mention of God and says that, uh, that that's why people uh, started the minute of saying Abishter as opposed to uh, as opposed to God because he thinks that even the Shem Hashem in other languages is uh, is a problem. It's also a major discussion Masechah Hashabis on Daf Yud about the name Shalom. That it's also one of the shameless of Akharas Baruchu. Now each shame of Akharas Baruchu. There, there are different levels of Shemos uh, like Rachum B'chanun the Gemara for instance says even though those are descriptions of God there's no problem with saying the words Rachum B'chanun right whereas the Shem Shalom is uh, maybe a little bit stronger so the rush says that you're allowed to erase that that you allowed to erase the name Shalom, just as you're allowed to do Chal But Tosfos in Sota and Afyud says that you're not allowed to erase the name Shalom. You'll find in a lot of tshuvas when they write Shalom Ubracha, you know, they just uh, as agreement they Shin Lamed Vav with the slash on top. They don't want to write the whole whole shame. It's also a big discussion in the postcard about writing base hay at the top of a piece of paper, which was a very common practice. So if you put the hey, he, is that if that's supposed to stand for Shemashem Hashem, maybe it's problematic. Others would say, No. The He doesn't stand for Shemashem Hashem. It's not like Yud Yud which stands for the Shemashem Hashem, right? The double Yud is, is really supposed to be an abbreviation of the Shey Mashem. Whereas uh, when you write he it's ha It's just the name. Which, but it's not really an abbreviation of the Sheim Right. So there's a big discussion about that, whether it's better or worse, uh, you know, be- better not to write the base hay, or it's okay to write base hay even on pieces of paper that we get thrown away. Uh, Others, assuming that you are going to throw it, throw it out or? yeah yeah assuming that things, are things aren't going to be thrown out it's not a problem Rishakht used to be very mocked on uh, wedding invitations that a lot of times on the top of a wedding invitation, it will say <laughs> and that's a Pasuk now it's not an entire pasuk, but it's a big enough part of a pasuk that you know it's a pasuk, and it's printed fancy, and it's not like something that you just print, uh, you know, just to get it. It's printed in a very nice way, and it's uh, so he thought that that, it, that it's a problem to throw out wedding invitations that have uh, that have uh, such a major part of the pasuk. He thought that if you if you write now it's al something like that, he thought that that's not such a problem because people don't generally associate with. Um, with 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 the pasuk, they just associate it as hey, there's a wedding, you know. But he thought if it's too big of a part of the pasuk, that that's already a problem. And now the Shemuel is not a pasuk at all, it's not a problem. So, but but he thought that uh, that, that that you should be you should limit. How much of a puzzle you should put on the uh, on the wedding invitation? I remember when I got engaged, I called Rav Shechter. Uh, it was summertime, and I asked uh, I asked him about wedding invitations, and he was saying, "Yeah, my father-in-law when I got married it was very makbid that we shouldn't have ksav ashuris because you shouldn't even throw ksav ashuris. He had a different kind of font on the wedding invitation because I didn't want ksav ashuris on the invitation. And I heard the Rebbitzin in the background say, "It wasn't your father-in-law that was makbid, you were the one who was makbid. But anyway, so someone, either of Schechter or law was mocked about, uh, about the Ksav But that's a whole different discussion. i are not going to get into that now. But uh, with the Psukim, he thought at least it's, uh, it's Kedai to be mocked or something like that. It's easy enough to find phrases to use where you don't use a major part of the of the psukim. Yeah, there's a lot more of that.